Welcome to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. I am Josh May. I am Katie Arnold. I am Leah Hills. I'm Ross Bacon. I'm Scott Bradford. And we are five of the May Group Realtors with Remax of Grand Rapids. We've got all five of us. Actually, we're down one. There's six of us total, but five out of six people are here today excited to share tips and tricks and excitement about the first time home buying process. We see this every day and we're going to dig deep on this process. I do want to give everybody a little reminder. We talked about home buying versus renting in episode 22 of our pod podcast. So you can always go back and look at that, but we're going to dig a little bit deeper today. We're seeing a ton of you know emotions out there in this market and we are here to manage them. So how do you guys want to kick us off? Well, why don't we start with the number one question from first-time home buyers? I just kind of want to throw that out and then let you three guys just kind of chat it out for us. So number one question from first-time home buyers. Number one, I think that from first-time home buyers is the number one question I get is just kind of the overwhelming feeling of buying a house and where to start. So, um, you know, a lot of uh, first-time home buyers like to put the cart before the horse and get out there and start looking at homes without fully understanding market conditions and, and the process of, you know, what it takes to kind of get the ball rolling on buying a house. So, you know, would you guys agree that, you know, that's probably the most, biggest question is a lot of first-time home buyers just don't know where to start. Yeah, I'd sure. say, I'd say, you, you know, you dig a little bit deeper with people and first time homebuyers, they, they don't know what they don't know. So if I start asking the right questions, generally it leads back to, can you explain the process? Because they just don't know, you know, you don't know the ins and outs of the process. Everybody kind of hops on Zillow, sees a great house. And then as a first time homebuyer, you really don't know what to do next in most cases. So can you explain to me the process? I would say is my number one question over the years. How about you, Scott? Yeah, I mean, I'd would, I would say that's uh, right in there. I get, I get a lot of how many homes should I look at before I make a decision? And that's been kind of um, uh, skewed over the, the last couple of years here, just because, you know, every good home, you know, 25 people go after. So uh, but that's a big one that I get. Uh, I do understand what you're saying. You know, the buyer's consultation, I think is so important at the beginning, because that kind of sets the stage for uh, knowing the process. But um, I was joking with my client uh, the other day, and I, I just met her. And she asked me that question. And I said, well, it really just depends on if it fits your criteria, and if it's the right fit, and you're excited about it. Um, I've only sold five people homes the first time I've met him. And, you know, that's just under a 10 year career. And um, so if you think about that statistic right there, uh, that could happen really quickly, right? People just jump right into it and, and they're on their way. I think that like the, the biggest thing is the market conditions. I think now is more important to understand the process than really any other time. Um, I mean, it's important anytime, but more so now because things move so quickly. Like you mentioned, you got 25 people going after each house, getting multiple offers. I mean, like these homes really aren't sticking on the market long enough for a first time home buyer to kind of get out there and look and then learn the process as you go. Because once they do find or identify a house they want to go after, things, and I say this to every buyer, things are going to move quickly. It's 
going to feel a little overwhelming. Um, and the more you understand going into it, the more comfortable they're going to feel when the time comes to put in that offer. So I think really sitting down with someone, like you mentioned, the, the buyer's consultation is so important now more than ever. And I have had buyers, you know, when we get to the finish line and the closing table, they say, you know, it really helped to sit down and really understand that and made me feel a lot more comfortable when the time came because they, they looked at me and said, you were absolutely right. Things just moved so quick the second we identified the house. And I always tell them too, I say, hey, you know, you might, it, it might happen the very first house we go look at, you know, you're going to, you're going to know as soon as you step foot in that house, if, if that's going to be the house you want to go after or not. So it could take 10, 20 homes. It could take one to two. Um, but the more you understand going into that, uh, the more comfortable you're going to feel. Like it. So uh, Katie, Leah, why don't you ask us some questions that these first time home buyers might be thinking? We've, we've answered the first big question. What do you guys have for us though? What do you think of first time? What's on a first time home buyer's mind? General roadmap that you would lead to first time home buyers if they have no clue where to start and then the middle, and then getting to that closing table, what would be a roadmap that you guys would suggest to them? Really like yeah. what we're looking for is like the, the process, right? So the process sure. of like looking for a home when they're like writing an offer, like what is, like, what can they expect? They've never bought a house before. So what is yeah. this whole like, what can they expect out of this process? What are the steps that we'll be taking to get from like, start, I want to buy a house to you've just handed me keys and oh my gosh, I just signed my life away. Like that whole process. Yeah. yeah I think when we have that first initial conversation, you know, that we, we, oh, that's why we always try to push to get the buyer's consultation, sit them down, get them in the office. And we kind of take them on that journey of the roadmap mm -hmm. of, you know, exactly what to expect in a nutshell. And then, of course, I always kind of like have that little disclaimer, like, look, every house is going to have its own story. Um, every house is going to be a little bit of a different approach. Um, things might happen. But in a nutshell, you kind of just go over like the, the steps and what to expect that are going to come with any home. Uh, that being, you know, in, inspections or speaking with the lender to get the pre-approval, getting an accepted offer, having inspections, ordering the appraisal, scheduling closing. Uh, I mean, those are the main steps. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of fill in the, the fillers with, you know, okay, look, these are the upfront costs you're going to have, the cost of the inspection, you know, your earnest money deposit. Um, you kind of dive into more detail with that. And I think that, um, like Scott said, it's, it's a much longer conversation than uh, we probably have time for today to take you through the whole process. But that initial buyer's consultation that we have with the first time home buyers has proven to be like very uh, helpful and helps our clients feel much more comfortable um, getting them to the closing table when the time comes. Right. Yeah. Getting, getting, getting one's finances squared away is critical as a first time home buyer. Yeah. You, know, you can't really do anything unless you've got cash, which most people don't, you can't really do anything until you understand your financial situation. So in most cases, we're going to be really good at giving that first time home buyers consultation, but it is up to the first time home buyer to take that proper step as far as the financing and we love to introduce first-time home buyers to our local lenders that we, we have great relationships with, that we know that work really well as far as high-level customer service. But that first step finances, and then we get in the consultation. And then like Ross said, everybody feels good once they understand what the roadmap is, what the steps are. And then furthermore, as first-time home buyers, 
in most cases, they don't really understand the financial obligations. So I, I, in the past, I've had first time home buyers come to me and say, hey, you know, I understand what my down payment is, but are what are the additional expenses? And then, you know, this is a conversation we need to make sure they're having with their lender because there is additional fees as far as your closing fees and your homeowner's insurance and just reviewing those fees, rever reviewing the inspection fees, reviewing the uh, earnest money fees and taking them through the fees, the process and starting with the financing, I think will lead them to a nice successful closing process. And then we get our first time home buyers really excited about like the search process, right? Cause this is what it's all about. Like everybody's worked really hard and they're buying their first home and it's such a big deal. And it's our job to guide them there, but to have fun along the way. It's such a fun process for people. So we definitely don't want to miss that stuff. So I mean, I think that that, that was going to say that is that's probably the second question that pops up most. Uh, you know, what are the fees involved? Uh, you know, they got to have a good understanding about what's up front and what comes with the closing costs. You know, a lot of people think there's heavy upfront costs um, when purchasing a house. So it's good to clarify that with the buyer and help that helps them make them feel a little more comfortable knowing that, like, Hey, you don't need that down payment check until we get to the closing table. Um, and until a few days, 30 days out, really, you know, I, I was kind of surprised meeting with a lot of first time home buyers that they, you know, they think that there's a lot of upfront costs, um, involved. So I think better understanding that kind of makes them feel a little bit more better about their decision in buying a house. And I think, you know, talking about finances really leads us into kind of like the next question, which is like things that first time home buyers should know. So obviously like you bring up a great one with like the finances and understanding all that there's all these other costs associated before they even get to the closing table. But what are like some of the other things that they should know or keep in mind throughout this process that like maybe they wouldn't think about because this is their first time buying a home? I think we should let Scott take this because one of Scott's strengths is definitely explaining like a home in detail and, you know, talking about things that a first time home buyer might not be thinking about, like sure. furnace, roof, like all those details. What do you got, Scott? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, when you walk through a home with Ross or I, you know, the, the buyer's going to know, you know, how old that roof is and the furnaces and, and the central air when they leave the property. So we're not too concerned about that. But the things that um, are kind of unforeseen, you know, would be, you know, a buyer should be getting a foundation specialist look at the foundation if there's any, any concerns at all. Another one would be the chimney. Um, you know, obviously today the furnaces are being vented out the side of the home, but if you're still being vented through the chimney, you know, that should be looked at, which is a separate inspection than an actual home inspection. Um, I'm big on, I'm big on the radon. Like some people don't push the radon tests. I think if you're going to be spending time in the basement and as a new home buyer and you buy the home and you live in the house there for 20 years and you've never done a radon test on that that's that's not good like you should obviously do the radon test protect yourself know what know what your your product is you know the biggest things would be around the inspections like a, a survey you know if you're if you're buying a property that has 2.36 acres there should be no doubt that you should be getting a survey absolutely i mean even on a city lot 
you know, sometimes you should get a survey, not, not all the time, but if there's something that looks weird that you think isn't adding up properly, you should, you should do that. I hope that helps just like anything. If, if something doesn't feel right or seem right, I think you should consult a, a professional, whether it be a roofer or a HVAC company, you know, or a foundation specialist. Or I mean, and, and and part of that is it's our job to protect people, right? That's why they come to us. the The expectation, and that's what we we're fully transparent about, is we 100% want to protect these first time homebuyers. I mean, we can't expect that a first time homebuyer is going to come with us knowing everything. They're just not. So, like, that's part of our job is right. to really really be good at over explaining things um, to these buyers so they don't get a year into owning this house and say, you know what, I wish we would have looked at that or I wish we would have had this inspected. And it's interesting because like you said, there's a lot of people not looking closely at things and you brought up a chimney. Man, a chimney, uh, like a major chimney repair can, can be like one of the most expensive repairs in a home like a major chimney repair can be more expensive than like a roof replacement. So like making sure that that is professionally looked at is really, really important. So I'm glad you brought up that point. So one last question for you guys, and it was kind of circled in with what we just talked about since we just, obviously we, you guys have been in the business for a while now, the resources, like we obviously are a resource, but do you have other resources that you would tell other first time home buyers that they can look into? We obviously have lenders and all of the, you know, survey people that you guys know and have connected with, but what other resources would you say you would give to first time home buyers? Outside of what we already provide. Mm-hmm. And maybe, within. And maybe and I think and within. within as well. Yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job over the years, kind of developing and fine tuning our buyers like presentation about, you know, the home buying process. I mean, it kind of covers everything to expect. You know, I, I always say, if, if you know anybody who's purchased in this market, you know, I like to set expectations going into a, a market such as this or any, any market really, you know, the buyers just need to be aware of what to expect when they go, uh, go through the process. So, you know, I always recommend like, Hey, if you have any friends or, or family that have purchased in the area recently, you know, talk with them a little bit about their experience and, and knowing what to expect. But I think um, it's really important to kind of prep them for current market conditions. Yeah. So we've got a lot of documentation about the roadmap and what that looks like. There's two other things I want to bring up. I, I think it's really important for first time home buyers when they're meeting with their lender, just to, to ask the right questions, have their lender explain to them, like, what does an estimated closing disclosure look like? Because one of the things we get all the time is for first time home buyers, they have no clue what a lot of these fees are. And they then come to us and we're happy to explain that. But, you know, it is a resource is, is when a buyer applies for a loan, you know, it's the lender's you know, responsibility to kind of explain some of these fees. So making sure that a first time home buyer pushes on that. And then um, another thing that we provide is just access to anybody and everybody that can help a first time home, home buyer with their home. You know, we've got a, a really good vendor list of trusted uh, people that we worked with in the past, as far as, you know, roofers or, you know, chimney repair or anything like that. So uh, those would be two more resources that I think would be great for first time home buyers. Scott, you got anything else? 
I think you guys nailed it there. I mean, you know, have, having surrounding yourself by the right people, and that just comes with experience. You know, it takes takes time to um, get all those people in your life. You know, I, I didn't wake up one day and have all those people. So to us to have that and share that with the buyers is is definitely a is a bonus. Right. So any other just final tips? Anything else that you want to throw at potential first time home buyers to be thinking about before we wrap up our episode? Yeah, I mean, I would I would urge uh, people to go to our website and, and check out, you know, we've got steps on there. We've got 10 steps to buying a home. Uh, we're in the process of revamping our website, which is really exciting, but there's plenty of information on our website. I think there's a lot of resources that can check out. So that's marketgrandrapids.com. Anything else from you guys? I, I really did like what you said about, you know, meeting with the lender and really kind of understanding that process because you don't know how many times people have, have came to me and, and they're just not fully informed. And that's why you connecting with the, the lender and the buyer and making sure everyone's on the same page. I, I think that's just such a key element of, of setting the stage for stressless environment. Ross, you anything else on your end? Are you good? No, I think I'm I think good. You know, we've got a lot of resources out there. Actually, like you mentioned on the website, you know, our phone numbers are plastered all over the internet. So you give us a call if you want to dive a little further into it. Right, right. Uh, one last thing, uh, people can check out like local crime these days, right? Some people that are moving to the area. Um, isn't there some websites, Scott? That you utilize a lot? You you pass yeah, along to your yeah, buyers. I moved to uh, crime grade.org you know people don't know neighborhoods they don't know areas you know a lot of people are looking out for you know what's going on in the community so we love to pass along those resources but so plenty of great information if you guys want to uh, also again as i started the show off here check out episode 22 renting versus owning now we've got plenty of great content as far as the first time home buying process and i know that we are really uh high level professionals in this area. So if anybody needs help, we're happy to help out. And after you've gotten done doing all your studying and listening on the first time home buying process, we'll let you get back to living in Grand Rapids. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Living in Grand Rapids, the podcast. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at maygroupgr or online at marketgrandrapids.com.